What's up, everybody? Welcome back for another episode. Super excited to go through this episode. I've had a lot of requests just asking about card grading. So I wanted to do an episode on that and what I do and my success that I've had in that. So let's jump into it without any further ado. My name's Boris. This is the Hobby Box. Guys, just want to say appreciate you so much. We're almost to the 4,000 mark on subscribers. Uh, it's been awesome. Everybody liking and subscribing and giving all the feedback. Uh, I really take that to heart and try and uh, do more and more material that people will like. Again, if you want to be part more a part of the community and have some buy-in for that, definitely join the Discord. The Discord is in the link below. Uh, you can check it out. We have a great Discord community. Uh, we're about 400 strong now. Definitely a lot of cool stuff on here. Uh, there's some fantasy going on in here as well. Uh, buying, selling, holding, and trading. Uh, things like that as well. And you can also get in on some of our PSA submissions. Definitely join. The link is in the description below. All right, guys. So let's jump straight into it. want to talk about PSA submissions, uh, why you should do it, why it's important. So first of all, just want to say I believe PSA submissions are the best way to earn uh, money. You could be buying cards right now for the basketball season, um, cards that, uh, you know, maybe from teams that are out of the playoffs right now, find some pretty good deals on them and be submitting them and have them ready for this next upcoming season. The turnaround on money is definitely worth it. Um, you know, you could do that with Pokemon cards. You can do that with basketball. You can do it with football. I've had some serious success with it. Um, you know, I've submitted, I think I've only had one PSA eight and I don't, and it was a Kobe. I think they were just being rough on the grade. Be honest with you. I've had people look at it. It looks like more like a nine, but I just didn't want to take time with it. So I, I let it go. Um, but I wanted to go through my process of how I select cards and what I'm looking for and then how to submit those cards as well. Um, so for this video, we're going to be talking about group submissions. Um, you know, group submissions, I think is the best way to do it. Um, you know, go with someone that's trusted, uh, go with someone that you trust as well. And uh, I think the return is a lot. You get better turnaround times, um, you get better prices and uh, just things that are not available when you're doing just you to PSA. So let's check it out for today. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to use Trey Young Prism as what I'm looking at today. Um, so for the first step, definitely uh, first step is research. So you want to do your research on the player. First of all, you want to know what about this player is, uh, why you think this player is going to be appealing, you know, what the hype is going to be surrounding them in this upcoming year. How are their numbers? How is their team going to do in this upcoming year? Are they worth the buy? Um, so definitely do that research before you invest. Another thing you want to do is you want to research the actual card itself. You can go to eBay and look at your sold listings. Um, that's a great way to figure out how much things should cost. Uh, you simply do that by doing a search here. So if I'm doing a Trey Young Prism, I'm going to search Trey Young Prism and then I'm going to put advanced in here and hit sold listings. This is a way you could tell what people are paying for this card currently. Make sure that it's sorted from the recent uh, to the last. You want to look at the auctions and not the buy it nows. Um, so you have here a buy it now for $79.99. Someone paid for this card and a buy it now for $144. Uh, fresh pool is what they said. So you want to look for bids. You want to see what people are actually paying for this. $80 was the current bid on September 9th uh, for this Trey Young Prism card. Here we go. Another one for $76. So I'm looking for a card in the range of $75 to $80 is a great price range for a Trey Young Prism. So that's the first step, guys, is research. Definitely want to find out how much this card costs. So now we know um, by using eBay, another tool you can use is 130point.com. That's a great one as well to look at. It'll give you all the eBay uh, listings. It'll give you a graph, uh, things like that as well. So we know that the Prism base Trey Young ungraded is going for about 
80 bucks right now, 75, $80. All right, guys. So for this next part of the selection process, um, the next step I call card selection. Um, so you want to look for Trey Young Prism. The first thing you want to do is you want to pull up a PSA 10 Trey Young. You want to find a good, bright picture, something like this here. Uh, you can see the card very well. You can kind of see just like uh, the edges. What we're looking for is we want to look at centeredness and we want to, because centeredness is like probably one of the biggest factors of what the card is getting graded on. Um, you know, if you have some surface, you know, uh, issues like sometimes you crack these open and they have just like a fingerprint on them and that can take the grade down with centeredness you cannot change the centeredness at all so what i like to do is i like to take a screenshot here go through and i'll make a little shot here where we can see this card you want the card and that's it what i'll do from here is i will pull up that screenshot for you guys uh, we can take a look at this card and just kind of roll through it and kind of examining it uh, so, you know, we could see how far away this line is from this base here, how far this line is away from here and how far the line is on this side as well. Um, that's going to give us that's what you're looking for for centeredness. Don't worry about the guy on here. Um, you know, if it's a misprint, you'll see like a misprint there. That's that's a little bit of a different story. What we're looking for is like down here. So telltale signs. Right. Um, so we can see that the that the markings here are around the same length apart pretty close. I would say this is off left to right just a little bit, but with PSA standards, um, you know, they're going to give this a 10 because of how close it is. It's very close, especially if the rest of the card looks great. Um, the top to bottom is really good on this card. I can tell because a long time ago I went and examined a bunch of PSA 10s. Um, you can notice that one, two, three, four, five dots right here on the bottom is kind of how I look at this card. Um, to see how it is top to bottom. Generally speaking, on a 2018 prism, there's five dots here. So um, on a PSA 10 on centeredness. And then if you look up at the top, you can see that this right here, all, top to bottom is a great centered card. Left to right, I would say that this card is uh, you know favoring the right a little bit. Um, but like I said, this is going to give you a 10, right? So we have a Trey Young prism and we want to look for a raw base tray on prism. So, so we can see that this card is going for $105. Uh, we can kind of take a look at it, see where it's at. Let's see. A lot of times what I like to do is use this to kind of look over. See, looking at this card, you can see that left to right, it does not look good. Now, top to bottom, it's pretty decent. So top to bottom, this card's great. Left to right, not so great. You see how those little tiny dots are lining up on that right side. That's how I determine that this card is not worth this $105. Here's a great looking card. Left to right. It favors the right just a little bit more. But let's see what the top to bottom looks like. Top to bottom looks pretty good. For me, this card would probably be at least a 9, maybe a 10 based off of centering. OK, it's a little bit off. Uh, I'm not going to go through and look for the perfect card. I'm just going to say that this card is decently centered. You want to be careful with some of these cards as well. When they say PSA ready, that doesn't mean anything. Every card is PSA ready. It's ready to get a bad grade, <laughs> you know, uh, things like that. Uh, so definitely don't read into that crap. People put that stuff. Usually when I see that, I actually stay away from it. Um, because usually they're trying to entice people to buy. Um, but you can also see angles of the card. This card is the way it's angled. Um, for me, I would look at this card and I would say, okay, I think this card is going to be off top to bottom. 
uh, because of the way that the that it's angled. And then let's take a look at it. And yep, it's off top to bottom. So uh, you know, it's off very slightly. Um, but a lot of people angle their pictures so that it makes it look more like it's in line with what it what it is. So be careful of that as well. Um, but we'll just keep it with that. Um, so those are the first things I want to uh, that I look at um, now. Also, looking through some of this stuff, uh, another way, another telltale sign you can kind of look through and see uh, what else the seller has. In general, what I like to do as well is look through some of the other items that the seller has. Uh, so if the other the, the other items that the seller has are raw cards, it's a better chance that they're selling raw cards and not just getting rid of stuff that they know is not gradable. Uh, so that's a good tool to use. Another thing that I do is you can go on sites like ComC and even Starstock. They have like their A stock. Uh, those are good cards to buy and get shipped to you if you're looking for something to grade uh, because you know you can get a very good look at what those cards look like when you do the zoom on them. And a lot of times people open those cards, send them straight in um, because they rather do their buying, selling, trading uh, through those platforms. So that's another way that I use it. Make sure you ask lots of questions on eBay to these to these people. Tell them that you're looking for to grade. Are there any surface issues? Um, you know, a lot of people will hide those kind of things. So definitely ask those questions before you buy. If I was getting this card to submit, this is the process I would go through. You've got a wipe here. Uh, you definitely want to stay away from the sides because you don't want to damage it. Uh, but you want to wipe this down thoroughly, right? And you want to get all the fingerprints off. You want to do many, many looks at it. A lot of times what I'll do is I will use, um, this is a jewel, basically jeweler's hat, hat. It has a light on the front. You can take a look at that through there. There's also all kinds of tools that you can look at close up to see if there's any scratches or anything like that. Like I said, this card would kind of be out for me. Um, because of that surface issue, this card is probably only going to get maybe, maybe a nine if they are being very generous with that scratch. It's pretty deep. Um, you know, it could be more of an eight, uh, but you want to wipe it down. Make sure you touch the corners and not the card itself. Um, so you would wipe that down generously. Right now, PSA is ac accepting um, cards outside of um, card savers, but I'm going to show you how to do it with a card saver um, because this is in general what you want to do. Um, you can do it in top loaders right now currently, uh, but we're going to stick with card savers because that's the route uh, that they want you to take most of the time. Okay, so we thoroughly have wiped it. We make sure that there's no, we examine it again to make sure that there is no Fingers prints on it because that will take away from the grade of your card. Looking at card saver, I like to use the bigger ones here. They're about this size, um, a little easier to get in. Those are the card saver ones. Uh, so what you want to do first is you want to put this in a sleeve. This is a typical sub submission. This is what you want to send. So make sure that you open up the side there just like that. Very carefully put that in. Once you're in the corner there, you can always put it in very easily. Now I can touch where the actual sleeve is and just push it down into the sleeve. Very nice and easy. Um, now, what I like to do for the card savers, um, I get these handy dandy little things here. Um, I attach them to the corner up here to the sleeve, penny sleeve. And then you're going to take the penny sleeve and the card and insert it just like this. If you feel any kind of pressure, don't push because it is catching on the side there. 
Um, but this is how you would send a card into PSA typically, or if you send it to a suburb as well, this is how they would like to see it. Um, it just makes their job a lot easier. I put these in here because you can simply pull on this tab and pull it right out of the sleeve. Very easy. I know that at PSA, uh, they tend to cut these now though, uh, but very easy to pull in and out. And that's why you should use it that way. Um, and that's a great way to sub it. One thing I forgot to mention is also you wanna be making sure you're looking at these corners and edges. As you can see here, that whiting in the corner, uh, you've got, uh, you wanna steer clear of that. If the edges look like that as well, the edges on this one look pretty nice, uh, but you'll typically see some whiting in the corner. That's gonna take away from your grading. Any whiting on the side here as well, that's gonna take away from your grading as well. I uh, just wanted to mention that because I didn't mention it when I was picking out the cards, uh, but it is something that I look at and look for. All right, guys. Well, that's going to conclude today's podcast. Just want to thank you so much for listening all the way through. We'll be having shows every Tuesday and Thursday. So make sure you hit that follow button and be on the lookout for the new shows. Thank you so much and you have a great one.